What's going on, all you nostalgic scaredy cats? I'm your host, Corbin Andrews, uh, and joined alongside of me is a man who hates the sight of gum. Used gum, not used gum, chewed gum. Oh, gum. Gum in sticks. Gum on trees. Gum in balls form. Do you remember in Disney when there would be like random trees just with gum everywhere? Oh, like in, in Disney the World? Lines? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Disney is a gross place. That my, is really uh, gross. My alma mater <laughs> has a couple trees that are like that. That's like uh, for the purpose. Yeah, like they just have gum all over them. Wow! Like people just thought that was a good idea one day. Mm-hmm. What a what a disgusting alma mater you went to. Anyway, his name is Christian Flincham. <laughs> Christian Flincham. Hello, everyone. And of course, we have Kendra Mickles. Of course. Who's already chimed in? Yes. Yep, those gum trees were what made me want to go to that college. Mm, it was just, just kidding, but I did think it was charming when I visited there. It was what swayed your vote. Did you really? Yeah, it was wow. fun. Just we're putting we're putting gum on trees. Christian what, what would the have heck wa- is college. Christian would have walked out. He yeah, would, that's why I so that's upset. why I didn't go to that school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Kinder, what have your I seen? Are you ready? Yes. All right. So uh, last time I said that my husband's family was in town and we watched Aquaman. And then we also watched uh, Shazam, which I had already seen, but uh, I don't think they had seen it. So we watched it. And I, I think it's a good, I think it's good still. The second watch, I was still uh, liking it and laughing. So uh, Shazam gets two thumbs up. I went to two concerts this week, uh, or since we recorded last, uh, with my husband's family, we went to a concert called Video Games Live, which I've seen, this is my third time seeing them live, uh, but they travel around and they, uh, play video game music with, like, the orchestra in different towns, so they played with our town's orchestra. Um, but the, it's cool because they show, like, you know, videos of the video games. And uh, they show, like, funny stuff. And the guy who runs it, his name is uh, Tommy Tellerico. And he, I, he, this way, I think he still does, holds the Guinness World Record for working on the most video game soundtracks ever. So, uh it's a pretty fun concert. And we also we do another fun concert. We saw Weird Al in concert. Oh, yeah. I saw pictures for that. Yeah. It that looked was, interesting. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, we were just sitting on the lawn. Um, so, like, in our lawn chairs and stuff at this really cool outdoor concert place. Um, but he sang uh, Amish Paradise and uh, White and Nerdy, which was very exciting. And then well, he also sang uh, Word Crimes, which is a parody of Blurred Lines. He did both the Star Wars parodies, so Yoda and the one that's to American Pie. Uh, and he sang, oh, there's another one he sang. 
that I really liked. I can't remember what it was, but it was a lot of fun. And he, like, came out in the audience several times. He did several, like, every song he did a costume change. At one point, he was singing, and he came out in the audience, and he sat on this lady's lap and was just, like, singing right in her face. And then to another lady, he pulled underwear out of his pants and threw it in her face. (laughs) And it was so funny. Uh, So... That was a lot of fun. Uh, if you can see him on this tour, I highly recommend it. Um, Weird Al always seemed like a really cool guy. Like a re- I mean, like a really nice, fun he, guy. To... I like him because, like, he he's definitely talented. Like, his voice, he uses, like, a funny singing voice, but he's actually, like, a very talented singer and musician. Um, but I just like that he, like, that's his thing he's like weird and he's dorky and he just goes with it and it totally works so um a lot of fun i finished reading the loneliest girl in the universe uh i gave it five stars i loved it um i can't really say anything about it but it kind of becomes a different book towards the end and i really liked the way that it went so if you want to hear more about that Uh, you can go over to the All the Books podcast, which is my husband Eric's podcast, uh, and they just interviewed the author, Lauren James, for their podcast. So read the book first, because I'm pretty sure they spoil it. Um, But if you want to hear the author talk about it, you can go over there. Still watching The Mindy Project. I'm on season two. Um, I saw Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood last night. How, How was that? I really liked it. I thought it was good. Um, It's a little slow, but I feel like a lot of his movies are kind of slow. Like, slow as in there's not a ton happening. But Brad Pitt was great. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was great. Um, The whole, like, vibe, like, 1960s Hollywood uh, was fun. We laughed a lot. Um, The end, I will say is pretty brutal like i was hiding my eyes and for me that's that means it's pretty brutal uh if i'm hiding my eyes so uh fair warning there but uh yeah i really liked it are you guys gonna go see it yeah we're gonna try to go this week i think and see it okay well maybe we'll talk spoilers after you guys okay see it uh and lastly i finished stranger things Dope, about time. I got up this gonna... morning and we binged three episodes to try and finish before we recorded today. And uh, we succeeded. We have succeeded. We, we succeeded. succeeded. Um, okay, cool. So are we talking about it after the pod? Uh, I mean, we, at we the end? Talk, we could talk about it now. Okay. So spoilers for Stranger Things. I Skip forward if you don't want to hear spoilers. I really liked the direction that they're going. I thought the first few episodes were slow, but then I think once it picks up, it picks up. I loved the Russians uh, and all that stuff. It didn't really Hop- pick up for me until episode, like, five. Yeah. Yeah, and that, to me, that was fine. I I think at this point, you're fine with it because you love the characters so much and you don't mind seeing them just kind of 
live their summer days being whatever in a in a eighties in the eighties in a small town in Indiana. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than season two. I don't really remember season two other than like the big things that happened. Um, so maybe I should go back and watch it. But I thought all in all, I really enjoyed the direction they're going. I, I like that it left with um, everybody leaving Hawkins and, and you know, you know they're going to come back together. But I just kind of like the direction that they went. And I also really love the direction of it was kind of it was a risk to do like have them have basically three separate parties involved. Um, you know, you had Dustin and and uh, Robin and what's his name, Steve, um, Steve, Steve, and then you know the the uh, the other kids and then Joyce and Hopper doing their thing. So I really loved it. I love that they brought in the guy from Princess Bride to be the Oh yeah, the, the douchey rules. mayor. Yeah, yeah I love I love that. That that was a great casting. Just like casting uh, Sean Astin was uh, was good too. So Eric didn't even recognize. I recognized him. I think because I had seen something that he was going to be in it. But he has lost so much weight since the last time I saw him in something. I think the last time I saw him in something was in an episode of Psych, and he has lost a lot of weight since then. Gotcha. Huh. Gotcha. So uh, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed everything about it. I think it's just fun. It's it's I don't know. It just the the way that it ended and everything. I think after season two, I was kind of left feeling that was good, but I don't think that we need to keep doing this as a show. I think season one was so good that you're just going to go downhill. And I think this season really brought it to a. Uh, um, okay, I like they're not afraid to take risks. It's not gonna be conventional every time. It's it's uh, it was good. So I don't know. What are your thoughts? I liked it. I'd probably put it on par with season two, um, but I didn't hate season two. I thought season two. I didn't hate it either. I didn't hate it either. I um, think this is about an A minus, and season two is about a B plus. You know, there there are some things I didn't like the. The monster stuff this time, I think, is the grossest it's ever been. Like, just unpleasant to watch people I was fine melt with that. into bones and guts, and then the monster is made of bones and guts. I just, I didn't like, I didn't like that. Um, I like Eleven, but in season three, I need more from her than her reaching her arms out and screaming. That's all she does or it's either she reaches her arms out and screams or she sits on the floor with a blindfold on and her nose bleeding that's all she does and i feel like she like give her a new power now they've taken away her powers but i would have said give her give her something new give her heat vision or something i don't know she just needs and also we're three seasons in and she's still like what is maul what is I? What is this? <laughs> like, like she hasn't. I, I noticed been in that the as world. well. It's it was like I don't know the whole scene with her and Max going to the mall. I'm like, have you you've seen people at this point? Like you've been hanging out with Mike all summer. I feel like you know. Yeah, but she she what never leaves her. Is. She never leaves her house. 
I guess. I just because I, Hopper's I felt, been hiding her away. I know, but that, she shouldn't be talking in halted sentences anymore. She should be talking in full sentences. Yeah. Well, it made me think: Is Hopper even educating her? Is she like going to school or anything like that? How much that? time <laughs> has passed between the first season and this season? Like in their I don't, world? I don't know. No I don't idea. Know. I don't know either. At least like a couple of years. Yeah, I'm fine with everything that you said. I mean, I don't, I don't watch that show for eleven. I don't really. She's not my favorite character, so. She's not my favorite I, they character needed, either, well, but they she's needed the to only... make it to be that she it was strong. They had to give you something other than they established for two seasons that she's really freaking strong. So they had to make something to where it's not just her going ah and the thing dying, which didn't happen. I get so that, I was, but she's I was the only fine. one who can she's the only one who can do anything. I guess she's not she wasn't really right. the one who saved the day this time. But uh, right. I I don't know. She's the only one with powers, and her only power is to reach out her arms and scream and well, maybe she, throw something. I'm, I'm fine with her. I'm fine. I I was fine with all of that. All right. I did not. I did not. Uh, I was fine with it, but I do agree. It is my hair go like what is ball yeah. <laughs> like, that, is such, what a, is that is such a minuscule but thing. it's not that big of a deal yeah like well, it overall it's i also thought hopper had one level this season and it was yell he just like uh, yelled the whole season yes but i was bummed I that he died do you think he's dead he's, eric thought he jumped into dead. the upside down He's not dead. He's the American in the end. That's what I thought. There's no way they... There's... There's... Who else would they say, oh, not the American for? Like, what else? What, who else could I mean, it I possibly... Guess it could be anybody, but... Barb? Could it be Barb? Barb. No, she's dead. Yeah. yeah she's We've confirmed so, it. <laughs> so, I... I all in all, I understand your, your complaints, but to me, that really didn't uh, hinder my viewing at all the and girl... hopper is hopper is one of my favorites so i enjoyed so but what were you saying the girl who plays robin is in uh once upon a time in hollywood for like two seconds ethan hunt's daughter oh for real i mean not really? ethan hunt what's his name not ethan hunt that's mission impossible what's his name ethan training day ethan hawk thank you that's oh that's ethan really? hawk daughter yeah that's crazy oh that's funny i didn't know that yeah um, I really liked Robin and Steve. Yeah, and Steve. I like yeah. I like their I, story. I literally think every I think the reason why the stuff that you said I'm not disagreeing with you that those aren't real complaints. I'm just saying like I think everything else about the season overshadowed like overshadowed those for me to not really even care. Mm. You, you know, and I, I I liked Hopper in this season being rage all the time, so I, that didn't bother me, but I think I just I literally enjoy, I enjoyed the dynamic and the way that they set it up. I really enjoyed that they literally didn't come together until the last episode of the season. Um, I feel bad for Joyce that everyone she loves dies. Well, well, when will, the, when will she find love? Well, I just don't think it's. That. I was sad when Alexi died too. Oh yeah, I, I thought Alexi was. I liked Alexi. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it was definitely the saddest season of 
uh, Stranger Things so far. Like yes. the end was just like, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I did not I was not mentally prepared to feel any emotion, but I felt I, emotional too, and I feel like it's because I've moved so much, so I know how much it sucks. Yeah. Yes. When you have to move and you have to hug your friends goodbye. Yeah. And they it it um uh, it it proved to me that I that they've done a better job just saying well, there's this is like '80s nostalgia and monsters, and that's all that it is. It really shows to me that I uh, I care about the characters more than more than just the the feels that it gives, I guess. Right. Uh, so. Well, what have your elf eyes seen? All right, I haven't seen much, but I've seen one thing, and I am going to talk a lot about it. The first, so I've. All I've been watching is All or Nothing uh, about the Carolina Panthers season. The other thing is is that I went to go see The Lion King with... Um, yeah. Uh, I went to go see it with uh, Jason's kids, and it was not a good time. So I have been very vocal about the live-action disney reboots not just doing the same thing and this is probably the greatest example of just redoing it like they didn't change any it literally is shot for shot but but the changes that favreau made were a huge problem so think like what is the opening scene of lion king like what is the first thing that you see in lion king kendra uh pride rock (laughs) Wrong. That big, huge sunrise with what you oh, just said. Well, okay. Yes, yes. That's the first scene. Does not happen. John Favreau literally was quoted by saying, "I didn't want things to be too beautiful, like in the original Lion King." So it's a very dull down. It's he went for a more realistic thing, but your movies is animals talking, so it's it's not it's not a good move to try to make things look more realistic when animals are just talking. So there was, there was that literally, can you feel the love tonight was saying at like 10 in the morning. I know. I heard it was so during the day. And it I was makes like, no make sense. sense. It makes no sense that it, it is literally a copy of the animated version. Just less, uh, like the lions when, when spoiler, if you haven't seen a 1993 movie, but when, Mufasa dies. What? When I was a, when I was a kid in the animated <laughs> version, it was sad, right? This is not. It is like no emotion at all. The baby Simba just goes, wake up. And there's no emotion on his face because it's just not the same. There's like, there's just so many problems with the movie that um, this movie, movie did what it was supposed to do it did exactly what it was supposed to do it it cost 500 million dollars to make and it it has gotten 1.5 billion dollars so they made a billion dollar profit so disney being disney but a great test for movies like this is to see what kids said and the three-year-old that i went with literally said this is not the lion king that i wanted to watch so (laughs) it's his exact words those were that was he said, he said this isn't the Lion King that I wanted to watch. Those were his exact words. So not only is it 
it's the set it's it's just a carbon copy and it's not it's like a duller version it's very soulless i would say i think saying the word soulless to this is very good and and the problem is is lion king is is a top tier uh disney movie like you could put that in like the top three disney animated movies that everybody knows so even james earl jones quoting like saying his same lines aren't even as good i think the only time that the voice acting was good was when seth rogan and um billy Billy on the street come on and they're joking and that is that was the best part everything else was very so beyonce and i love donald glover i think we all love donald glover on this podcast it was his voice acting was very much uh he did not sound attached to the character i don't know if that makes sense but it he sounded very uh not a part of his character at all Mm. and it was just it was just weird and you know i mean you kind of you kind of quote things like, look, Simba, everything the light touches is ours. And when you think about something like that, you hear the way that James Earl Jones says it. And then it was, but it was still like, even when he said it, it was, uh, it wasn't the same. I heard somebody say they should have just literally redone, like just voiced over the original 93 Mm. onto them. And that would have been better. So it was very disappointing, and it is, I mean, Disney, I mean, you know, you can say what you want, but they've literally made like a billion dollars off this, even though it is at best like a C-plus movie. It, at best, it's middle of the road. Um, but I, and I, for me, I know what was going to happen, so it was kind of tough to even care I think I'll stop talking about it after this, but the, I think the crux of the thing is you just left with saying why. Why was this made when there was no, like there was no, uh, Favreau didn't put any like of his spin on it. There was no, I think a great movie that was remade was True Grit. So John Wayne's version and then the Coen Brothers version. I think both are great movies. They're different. They're the same, but they're different. And they both do it really well. This is just like, tries to literally do the same thing and it is uh about three steps down from the original in all phases so you're just left with kind of saying why did we even do this but the answer is a billion dollars so that's why well you've just confirmed everything i've read online about people's reaction yeah it was really disappointing now to be fair i i missed uh the akuna matata song i missed I this isn't a joke. I literally had to get up between five to seven times in the movie to refill the kids' drinks, to get more popcorn, to take them to the bathroom. So I I did, did you miss. Take them by yourself. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> so I literally missed. I I'm, I missed chunks of it, but I it, I don't think Akuna Matata was going to change my opinion on on how I felt about it. Yeah. But you know, you really do want to hear, can you feel the love tonight at 10 30 in the morning? So <laughs> it literally made no sense. It was so like, what is going on right now? So anyway, 
that's all I've seen. Christian, what have you seen? <laughs> I haven't seen much. I watched a rom-com this week. I, I've seen it before. It's called The Kissing Booth. It's on Netflix. I remember thinking it was a lot funnier than it was. I was like really disappointed with this movie on the second watch. Um, you watched it twice? Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to watch something that I've seen before. Because that's just how I feel these days. <laughs> I just don't want to give anything a chance anymore. Um, so, yeah, it's not very good. It's all right. I mean, uh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't recommend it really. But that's the only thing I've seen. So <laughs> that's what I watched this week. <laughs> it's been a busy week. That's so funny. I don't really yeah, watch much. I have much. not watched much either. Other than that. I just wanted to watch something that was like lighthearted. Fair. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And this is the first thing I came to, so yeah. it is lighthearted. <laughs> nice. Kendra, break us off a piece of that fancy feast. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. It's a cat food. Nailed it. Alright, so our nostalgia news this week is pretty much only talking about trailers. Uh, that's all I have. So, trailer palooza. Here we are. Uh, let's talk about the, the two trailers that we forgot to talk about last week. Um, did you watch the Witcher trailer? Did you I did watch not. all the trailers I sent to you? I did not. Why? I watched most of them. I'm sorry. I think, I th- I think out of, cause I, I didn't think watch the Witcher, literally though. out of all of them, the Witcher was the only one I didn't see. Okay. Well, I think it looks good. I think Henry Cavill looks really weird. Really? Yeah. Like I just... weird how? Just his hair. That's all. Just his hair, his face. Just his hair. His body. Um, I don't really know anything about The Witcher. Uh, Eric has read all the books, and he is going to be playing the games. but uh, So he knows the lore and stuff. Um, but I think it looks good. So we'll see about that. Um, the other trailer was Cats. Oh, that, boy. That looks well, weird. I think Cats is uh, looks scarier than the It trailer for sure. That it, I don't know. What do you think, Kendra? Have you first off all of the musicals that I have any uh, I have any knowledge about have all come from you. So this probably is more up your alley than ours. So do you like Cats the musical? I have I've really not seen it. I only know Memory. That's the only song I know. Uh, there's a there's a song called Jellicle something that I kind of have listened to, um, but I don't know it. I just I I've seen parts of it because Corbin, there was a movie like a VHS we had that had a preview for Cats. Yes, I remember that. And, and I thought it was weird then. Yeah, it is weird. I mean, there's people dressed as cats just running around, um, but the cast is so good. So, I don't Honestly, know. Maybe was, it looks weird, but it'll actually be really good. Yeah, I was really uh, like out on it, and then it said Idris Elba and Ian McKellen, and I yeah. thought, hmm, okay, maybe. Jennifer Hudson. I think it looks, I think it just looks really jarring. I. It's just, I think you're going to have to go in there to, I don't know. I think it's just so weird looking. Like, the CGI and stuff, it's just not an easy thing to watch, I don't think. 
For me, I, I mean, for somebody, they could be fine, and if they like well, cast the musical, they could for, be fine. Once you're in it for ten minutes, you'll yeah, just accept your brain will just accept it. Yeah, but I just think see it, it in three D in IMAX three D. Well, no, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I just think it looks. I just think the whole concept and the looks of it just is really weird. So that's all. I don't. I don't really have. I, I think it does have a great cast. Um, a cat's cast. A ca- <laughs> wow, Kendra. It's one could say the cast is really the cat's meow of this production. <laughs> oh man. We're just going to get all of them. Uh, but anyway, that's all I have to say about it. I don't even know what what is the premise of this movie. Like, what's they're, the premise of cats? They're just cats. Uh, that's it? They're cats living their cat lives on the What streets. do they want to do? I don't what know. Is... I can look it up. I'm going to make a musical called Dogs. And it's just going to be about dogs doing dog stuff. And then we're going to cross over. And have cats versus dogs like that one movie, cats versus dogs. Oh, cats versus dogs, an American classic. An American classic. Okay, well, this explanation doesn't help. Hold on. No. Kinder, okay. have you have so, you seen Cats before? No. Okay. I've only just I, seen like clips of it. I so just assumed this, that you had. <laughs> Wikipedia says the plot centers on a tribe of cats called the Jellicles. As they come together at the annual Jellicle Ball to decide which of them will ascend to the heaven, to the heavis, to the heaviside layer, their version of heaven, and be reborn into a new life. Is this all a metaphor, or is it all is it all like allegorical for something? I don't know. It was originally written by T. S. Eliot. Well, he it's sounds like... hid- She sounds hideous. <laughs> Anyway, okay, moving on. Uh, next trailer, uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I saw this. It's weird to see, uh, um, what's his name? As, uh, Tom Hanks. Tom, you think it's weird Tom to Hanks. See? I think it's just because Tom Hanks is so recognizable. Like, he does look like him, but it's also like, I'm just like, that's Tom Hanks. That's not... <laughs> Mr. Rogers, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I think when I see him, even though it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, he does look like him somewhat, but... I think he looks like him. You know, I I mean... mean, Mr. Rogers is such a recognizable person, you're never going to find someone who looks exactly like him. I think it's just, too, I mean, it's like, it'll, it'll be fine. I probably won't see this movie just because, I mean... I watch Mr. Rogers probably occasionally, but I'm not like number one fan. Um, I I think that I, I think me going to see this will be very uh, dependent on if I'm busy when it's out or something. And if it gets good reviews, Uh, I'm not like over the moon about it, but I think Tom Hanks is a great, is a great choice. I think that he's the right man to play it. And I love, uh, Matthew Rice, is that how you say it? Rice, R H Y S. Yeah. Um, he's from the Americans, and I think he's great in that. And I've seen him in a few other things. Um, so good cast, good uh, good choice of Mister Rogers and Tom Hanks. So I will 
I will be down for it if it's. I was already like feeling the the emotions while watching the trailer, so I'm sure it's gonna make me cry. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it looks good. Have you? Do you know? There's a spinoff of Mr. Rod. The cartoon Daniel Tiger is a spinoff of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. No. Do you know what cartoon I'm talking about? No. Oh, there's a cartoon called Daniel Tiger that is based on the character Daniel Tiger, who's a puppet in Mr. Rogers. Anyway, our our friend's kid that used, that used to be his favorite show, um, and Daniel Tiger, he has a like an "I Love You" song that he sings, and it's called Ugga and he, I, I, I guess it means I love you, but I have started using Ugga as like a, like a, oh man, like if I stub my toe, I go Ugga Mugga. <laughs> and, er- <laughs> and Eric's always like, that's not what Ugga Mugga means. <laughs> that's funny. But I like to use it that way. Um, all right, we got a trailer for Zombieland 2. Heck yes. Heck yes, girl. It looks good. Yeah, I'm. Uh, that's a fun. It's a fun universe. I think that that is uh, that. Zombieland is just a fun summer zombie movie. So getting more Woody, getting more Emma Stone, expanding that universe and having more fun in it should be a uh, should be a good time. These are zombie movies that I can watch. And I probably would have to watch something light afterwards, but it's already pretty light. So I yeah. I think it looks good. I'm excited. I like the first, I've seen the first one a couple times, so. I mean, I, li- I liked the first Zombieland and this, I'll probably like this one too. Um, yeah, I think even if this is like middle of the road, I think I'd still like it just because it's going to be fun. I'm sure there's going to be something funny in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The first one was pretty funny. Um, all right, last trailer I have is I don't know when this trailer came out, but I only saw it for the first time this week. Uh, Ready or not? Yeah, that looks interesting. Does this look like uh, the kind of like murder mystery you like, Christian? Yeah, I mean the other one that you sent me that uh, what's his name's doing looks really cool too. Yeah, but. I just don't want to get my hopes up because it's that guy. My only problem with this trailer Brian is that Johnson. it shows it shows like five people dying in it. I don't need to see that. I want to see it when I watch the movie. Yeah. I mean, the first person that dies in the trailer. So if you haven't seen this trailer, it's about this woman marries into this guy, marries into this family. And uh, the night of their wedding, they say that they have to play a game and they are going to play hide and seek and she they're all going to try and find her and she figures out that they're trying to kill her before the next morning so she has to keep hiding uh from this family uh but it looks like a it looks like there's humor in it too along with the killing but um yeah they show they just show so much I wish they had. I wish they'd show less. But I think it looks interesting. Well, it's it's got the guy from um, Clear and Present Danger and Mission Impossible, Henry Zener. Zener. I don't even know how you say his name. Uh, and I have said on this podcast that I wish he was in more things and that he plays a Best douche really well. Receive. So it's almost like. 
people are listening to this podcast. <laughs> High up Maybe. people. Maybe it's are. not about the number of people that listen. It's about who listens. And uh, Samara Weaving's in it, and she was in the Babysitter on Netflix. So you're you're there, Christian. So I'm there because of her, obviously. <laughs> well, I just like the plot, so. Gotcha. I I like the concept. Well, are we done with the news? Well, I have one more. That oh is, man, it's not trailer related, but um, Recess is getting a live action remake. I don't want that. Did you like the show Re- Recess? Uh, that was my favorite show. Is it by Dis? Is it a Kendra, Disney no. remake? There is only one word to describe what you're telling me, and it's womps. <laughs> it womps, Kendra. Well, this it sounds like it's a like an indie film kind of thing because it's by it's going to be by Vancouver filmmakers Jerome Yu and Kent uh, Don. Don Guinness? I don't know how you say his last name. But it's a non-profit film that will be released for free in August. Um, Recess was so much fun. I loved that show. So according to the description, the reboot will be a live-action reimagining of the gang in a high school setting tackling current issues like love, peer pressure, social media, identity, etc., um there is do you want to hear who's in it i didn't really recognize any of the names sure tj uh played by sean deppner oh wait just kidding benjamin wadsworth is playing dj sean deppner is going to play mikey larissa tronco will play spinelli adam demarco who is in the show the order will play randall lillian uh, Duquette Roche will play Gretchen. Fritzy Clevens Destin, who is in Batwoman or was Batwoman, will play no, was in Batwoman, will play Vince and Clive Holloway as Gus. Mm. So yeah, it sounds like a I mean it's being released for free, so interesting. An indie thing, but mm. okay. Alright, that's all the news I have. Alright. Well, our nostalgia of the week is a combined effort. So this week, we are going to be talking about things that used to scare us when we were children. Um, which is many. Can, which is many. So, Kendra, how do you want to do this? What do you want to... You want to take the lead on this? Uh, sure. Do we want to just, like, do how we do with lists and, like, go around and each name something? Okay, yeah. I will start. Um, one of the things when I'm looking back, I, I was a pretty fearful... I mean, I still I still uh, don't like to watch scary things because I am easily scared. Um, but I was a pretty fearful child. Like, I needed lights on when I slept. I needed the door open. Uh, I, I always had a hard time sleeping. But one of the things that took away my sleep and i think i've probably mentioned it before on the podcast is the movie signs <laughs> oh that's funny uh we watched signs our our mother had watched it and she said it was so good um and that we needed she's to watch like there's it. so many christian things in yes, it we need to watch it biblical illusions and so we could watch it and my friends who had seen it 
all told me uh, that you never really see a full alien, that you only ever see like a leg or an arm. This is not the case, obviously. <laughs> um, the, the, the scene that scared me the most is when he's watching the news and it's the, uh, the recording at that birthday party and the alien just like walks, yes. walks by the alley. Mm-hmm. That scared the urine out of me. <laughs> and I, I literally had trouble sleeping for weeks. Like I would just lay up and not be able to sleep after watching that movie and like watching it now. It's really intense. Um, I still don't really like watching it just because it just feels, I don't know. I don't like the, the feeling I get when watching mm. it. Um, but yeah, so that, that's probably at the top of my list. Have you, I, Corbin, I know you've seen it. Christian, have you seen signs? Yeah. Um, I remember you talking about signs like nonstop <laughs> in a, uh, I am terrified of that movie type of way. Yeah. <laughs> It consumed my, um, my life for a while. It consumed your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do remember you coming home one uh, or hanging out one summer and being like, have you seen signs? It's terrifying, you know, and then you would just talk about signs all the time. Yeah. But uh, I, I saw that movie. I don't know if I, I think I did see it with y'all. I don't know. Um, it might have been later on, though. I did not think it was scary, but aliens have never scared me for some reason. The part where the kid, where kid, what Kendra's talking about, I think it was so scary because of the music. The mu- yeah. it like literally hits a note of like when the alien walks out, it's like, you know, yeah. and you're like, yeah. it, it really takes you to be like, you when didn't the, see it coming. Gotcha. When the when the alien pops out on like yeah. the found, and I think the other part of it too is is it, it's kind of. Like Joaquin Phoenix's character is like telling these Mexican kids to get out of the way. He's like, Vamanos, Vamanos. Yeah, yeah. So you're laughing, and then all of a sudden you're seeing it. So you go from like, haha, funny, to, oh man, this has just gotten scary or yeah. whatever. So, gotcha. Yeah. So, anyway. um, okay, this is going to be, this is going to sound really stupid, but I'm going to give you examples. So, eyes used to scare me. A lot, and what I mean by eyes is like eyeballs. Yes, and what I mean by that is like um, stairs. So I was terrified of Doc from Back to the Future when I was a kid. Oh yeah, (laughs) because he would stare, and it was so intense. And I was like, "What's he? What in the world is he staring at?" Um, Another thing on my list, which will it will. Uh, you'll understand is uh jacob marley from a christmas carol oh yeah the one that the george scott one his eyes were like oh yeah and it scared me to death because he was scary for a lot of reasons yes but his eyes like i don't know what it is about like that like a stare like that but it used to and it the crazed stare and in some ways it still it could still have that effect on me um, like I remember one time I was watching a documentary on my phone and it was in black and white and this lady just stared and I was like, Nope, I'm turning this off. And I went to bed. <laughs> so, so I don't know if that, if that made sense, but yeah. an intense, sta- an intense stare would scare me to death as a yeah, kid. I definitely know what you mean because yeah. it is unsettling. 
especially yes. when you're not seeing like what they're what they're wide-eyed yeah. about yeah and it, i mean obviously back to the future is a fun it's a fun movie and he's just you know great scott to everything and like has this astonished moment but i was so scared i was like i don't know what this guy's on but i'm freaking out so. <laughs> that's that's good that's a good so, one. yeah christian um uh, uh well i'll go along with the eyes theme um so you know in our old house, we had like a glass door where there was like many windows that you could see through, like into our house. Mm-hmm. And that always freaked me. I always like when I walked by it at night, thought that was like afraid that I was going to see like a face or yes. like eyes yeah, staring no, at still, me. I, I still don't like windows, like yeah. big windows. Well, our house is like there was so many windows in the house. So it was like very open to like the outside yeah. so that always just freaked me out as a kid because i was like there was like points in the house where you would walk and like someone could if someone was like looking through they could totally see like what you're doing so that always just freaked me out i yeah. had a friend growing up who i would spend the night at her house sometimes and her room the walls were just floor to ceiling windows and she didn't have curtains and i and her house was her room was right at the front of the house and i was like does it not freak you out to like at night just have these windows and no curtains and she was like no it doesn't bother me but when i would spend the night at her house i'd be like my good just anyone could just walk up and just like (laughs) stand there and watch us sleep it's so scary so yeah i totally get that yeah my turn Yes, your turn. Um, so, uh, I want to talk about a book. So, when I was younger, I used to listen to things on tape to go to sleep. Um, and sometimes I would listen to audiobooks. I don't know why. That's not an effective way to listen to an audiobook. But, um, so, one time I was listening to a book called Where the Red Fern Grows which a lot of people really like. (laughs) Um, But there's a part in this book where I believe if memory serves, someone gets their head chopped off or something gets chopped off and someone dies. So funny. And I was listening to it at night, you know, in the dark, trying to go to sleep. And this happened and it freaked me out. And I remember running out of my room and like crying and like telling my parents what I had just listened to and they obviously didn't know that that was going to happen in the book and like ever since I've never I've never finished it I've never read the whole thing or seen the movie that's funny so uh (laughs) if uh have you guys read it do you know what I'm talking about yeah I've I've read it and seen the movie does someone get their head chopped off so I don't remember someone getting their head chopped off. I the there is a part where a kid falls on an axe and oh, imp, like impales himself on it. an axe. That must be. It. And then he he dies. There was something with an axe. Yeah. I yeah, he that. falls on the axe like and uh, dies basically. Yeah. And it's it's that pretty must, sad. That must have been it. <laughs> Yeah, but he was well, also it, like it he was out. also like the rival to the main character. He was like, "My dog's better than yours at like tracking people." 
are tracking like <laughs> raccoons. So he deserved so, to die. So they were like, he was like not a likable character yeah. at the start, or I, that's what I remember. And then he uh, he falls on an axe. Yeah. So. But he was gonna like kill. He was gonna like use the axe to like kill. I the get it. Dogs. I get it. But so uh, it was kind of good that he died. Well, the whole. I think it was the whole scene. The whole scene freaked me out. And I don't know if there was music along with it. Like that might have because sometimes audiobooks have music. So I don't know. I just remember I, that that name of that book is so like stand out in my head as something that scared me. So. <laughs> uh but my other favorite thing to listen to while I was going to sleep was the biography of Corey Tenboom who was a survivor of the Holocaust. So No. Oh, oh yeah yeah yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So You're... uh yeah. I don't know. I said no. The, and that didn't scare me. I mean it's it's a it's a rough story to listen to as I'm going to sleep, but anyway, uh um. Corbin Oh, uh, I'm going to put these next two together. Uh, Darth Maul and the Emperor. Um, oh, yeah. Terrified, which Kendra did not care about one bit because what's her favorite Star Wars movie? Return of the Jedi. Which has the Emperor in it, and I watched that one so much that I just routinely covered my eyes. So, <laughs> um, the Emperor was scary to me because of his face. It was gross. Yeah. Um. And as a kid, I didn't understand why his he looked that way. Too. His, like, style. Yeah. So I was terrified of him. Also, Darth Maul, because of you, Christian, <laughs> and your stupid poster that you never took down for me when I stayed the night at your place. Christian had, it's a really cool poster. It's the Phantom Menace poster. But up top, again, back to the eyes, it's just... Up top, it's like just Darth Maul's eyes literally looking. It was right beside the bed that I was at. So literally, <laughs> if I looked up, like even up, I could see the eyes out of the corner of like out of the corner of my eyes. And I was so afraid. And for some reason, they never took it down for me. I literally I think we did take it down. I one time. No, it never happened. <laughs> I literally went into your mom's room and said, <laughs> I said, I am so scared of this poster. I can't go to sleep. And I think she just was like, well, I'll just stay with you until you fall asleep. Very sweet thing. But she never took when they know ne y'all never like hit it or anything for me. <laughs> like never. And I just was like, well, every Christian time like to torture you when you were younger. So yeah, Christian beat me up. All well, the time. <laughs> <laughs> that, Honestly, I was kind of afraid of that poster too, but I loved Darth Maul at the same time. So it was. I a think really my cool love poster. of Darth Maul like got me over. I really did like everything love. about that poster except for that. It was just like, <laughs> and it was just because it was literally like right to the right of me, and it just looked down on me the whole time I was sleeping. It it was just so uh, I just could not get over it to go to sleep. That's funny. So. All right, that's all I got. All right, I'm next. Um, yeah. Let's see. Okay, Tim Curry from It as Pennywise. Oh, from the TV version. Oh. So I would randomly stumble across that on TV. Yeah, I and remember I remember that. seeing the scene where Georgie dies, and that freaked me out a bit because he like 
you know, I mean, Tim Curry's pretty scary in that, or like for a kid, he was pretty scary. Yeah. Like as an adult, I thought his, um, I liked his performance, but I wasn't scared by it. If that makes Correct. sense. Yeah. But, um, uh, as a kid, that was scary. I remember the first time watching, watching that and it was actually in your basement and I think I was by myself and I flipped and it was on some network and it was the scene where he like goes down to like the swamp or what the lake or whatever. And he sees his dad standing out there and then it turns into the clown and I had no idea what I was watching. That was was pretty scary. I freaked out. But yeah, like a lot of stuff like that, like I've accidentally been flipping through the channels and seen something. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just seeing something for a second. I think kids can just make up something way more terrifying immediately in their head yeah. than what they're actually seeing. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so scary. But yeah, Tim Curry from it. Kendra? Um, this is this is a super specific example of some but it goes along with you're just watching tv and you don't know but i believe we were watching the olympics i remember that we were at uh our grandparents house when they lived uh in the parsonage and um corbin i don't even know if you were there i don't even know if you're you must i think you might have been like really little i don't so i don't remember what you were doing but we were watching i believe it was the olympics and uh, this commercial came on with this girl. She was in her bathroom and she was like getting ready for bed or whatever. And she opened up her uh, mirror. You know how mirrors can open? Medicine mirrors. cabinet. Yes, medicine cabinet opens. And she got something out and she closed it. And there was like a Jason like person standing behind her classic and it uh this was a commercial and classic. it and of course the music like when you see him like the music went and then she started running and he chased her and she got out of the house and ran into the woods and it was like a nike commercial about how fast she could run in her shoes you know kendra i have not seen that commercial but i have heard you talk about this commercial so much yes stuck in my brain because in like, my life that i feel like i have seen it and like my parents were so mad because like i'm a kid trying to watch the olympics or whatever we were watching and they put this like scary commercial that has stuck so much in my brain i bet i could find it online and watch it again and it wouldn't even be that scary but like and like since and i know that's like a common horror movie thing you know you close the medicine cabinet and there's someone behind you but i feel like that like started a fear of like mirrors not i don't really have a fear of mirrors but i'm i'm i feel like i'm usually very aware of like what's behind me when i'm looking in a mirror so mm. yeah that i if anyone else remembers that commercial uh you'll you'll know what i'm talking about but it it scared the crap out of me and i was so young i was only like 5 or yeah. something when i saw it so yeah that's very insane. Specific. That's a very specific example. Yeah. Um, churches at night scared oh me to goodness. death. Yes. <laughs> the, I don't care what kind of church you go to. It is the scariest place <laughs> at night. 
What? Okay, our dad was a pastor, and so I, as a kid, I would, not always, but I would be there many a times when he was like yeah. closing it down for the night. Yeah. And he would. I remember this specifically at Forest City, Kendra, when the the. It's, I'm sure it's not as big being a grown-up but as a kid i thought that the sanctuary was huge and i remember he would go have to go all the way up the back and turn the lights off and then go like go all the way back down and it would go out into the hallway and if i got if i was not like on his butt i would have been left in this dark sanctuary at night with like moonlight coming <laughs> into stained glass windows, and it was so scary. I, I'll never forget one time I was probably like distracted, and he turned off all the lights, and I like booked it out of there. It was so it was so scary. <laughs> I think churches at night are like the most terrifying thing. They are pretty scary. Yeah, I I definitely know that feeling of like yeah. Because there's so many long hallways. Yes. In churches. Long hallways. And like in the in the sanctuary, like all the pews, like anything could be hiding behind the pews, yeah. and you just yep. didn't know. <laughs> yeah, they're basically perfect places to get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> <way>. yeah. Well, <laughs> I, literally, anytime we did anything at night, it was just like, I am not leaving anybody's side while we're going through this place. Yeah. So. I even recently, uh, I don't need more, but I recently worked at a church and I would have to be there by myself a lot to like put slides in the computer and like get stuff ready for rehearsals. And it's, it's creepy to be there by yourself. I think it's the silence too. Yeah, and I would like, hear like creaking always freaked me out. Yeah. Like churches are such a, there's always people in churches. So I think when there's not. Yeah. It is a very, uh, it's like a different yeah, feel, eerie. you know what I mean? Yeah, very eerie. Yeah, so <laughs> that's, a good that's funny. Yeah, Christian. Um. Okay. Well, I'll I'll stick with the Christian theme, kind of. Um. Well, I honestly was so terrified of the rapture happening and being <laughs> left behind. <laughs> and what? What it reinforced this fear was the movie Left Behind. Amen. Oh, Amen. Honestly, seeing I don't even think I saw it until like sixth grade, but seeing commercials for that movie, like trailers and Lifeway and yeah. stuff, was enough to just make me be like so freaking terrified. Well, yeah. And then there was other scarier movies that they had. Yeah. Like, once you realize like those movies, like. If you saw All any of, of the them other ones, scary. Left Behind was like <laughs> the freaking bunny slope. Like, I remember we watched... Uh, tribulation. Tri oh, Tribulation. Yeah. Is yeah. I saw the trailer for tribulation. tribulation. And it scared us to death. Yes. Now, I have seen, like, memes. I feel like John Christ has talked about this, too, where it's like our generation... They just like it's like quicksand, like how you were afraid of quicksand, but you've never ever run across quicksand in your life. But we were like just had this fear instilled into us about the rapture, and like yeah, I mean it, yeah, and like how it's gonna it could happen at any moment, and like yeah. just as you're sitting in church as like a six year old, you're just like ready for everyone to disappear and for the rapture to happen. Um, I had I had my rapture plan like 
I I had thought it through. I was like, <laughs> well, I got it. Yeah, I was like, well, it's such a. It, I mean, I was wait, scared. Are you talking to death about the that. Nick Cage movie, Christian? No, the. We have to. Rick, we have uh, to now. Yeah, I forgot that Nick Cage. We even have to did now one. say the year. The one with uh, Kurt Cameron. Kurt Cameron. Yeah. It's a, probably a terrible movie to re look back yeah. and rewatch. Well, I'm sure it was very low budget. Yeah. Like they I'm made sure like four of them. So like I. I used to was, read the books too. There was a teen so, Left Behind series. I used to. Read. Yeah. It really it like. I remember even that that old guy in the beginning who's like speaking in like Arabic or something. I don't uh, remember and, a lot of the movie. Like in the tribulation would, movie no, or in Left Behind. In Left Behind. He's like Kirk Cameron's in like some war zone and this old guy just comes walking up and says something, but then when he plays it back on his camera, it's in Arabic. Oh. And he's like, I he's spoken in English. I could have swore he spoke in English. Or something like that. Yeah, I that, that old part. guy scared me. So even like the start, and then obviously the meaning and the everything else is about like, hey, this is gonna happen. So are you ready? All the to not go yeah. to hell. <laughs> are you? And if you don't, are you prepared to All deal the... with the Antichrist who's <laughs> Russian? Are you ready for that? Are you ready to be murdered? Yeah. <laughs> like that's basically. What... Like tribulation. Are you ready for your mom's clothes to just be lying in her chair? <laughs> Are you ready for that? It is it, honestly the rapture is still kind of like a scary thing to me. Okay, like, I, feel like we like, should, like, I feel like we should say maybe what the rapture is. Oh, yeah. okay. Rapture, I'm sorry. The rapture is the is the idea that when Jesus comes back, he's gonna take all the saved people with him, and then everyone else will be left on earth everyone else left behind that's what left behind is it's following the people who thrown away who were not taken to heaven yes um so yeah it is it's a i mean it's a scary it's a well especially i saw that movie i think third or fourth grade yeah when it and it was kind of like i think I don't know if our parents really felt like this, but maybe they felt some responsibility to show us this of like, this could happen. Like you need to know. Yeah. It and, was always like addressed as like a serious yes, thing. Like, but it was like, Oh, it's so scary. But as a kid, I was like, well, what are we doing? <laughs> like, why aren't we prepared or something? You know, like, yeah, I don't know. It was just, was always like such a, <laughs> It's such a scary topic. One of those Christian kid fears. (laughs) Yeah. The uh, Tribulation movie, I never saw it, but I remember the trailer, and there's, like, a part where he, he, like, the Antichrist guy is, like, standing over... I'm pretty sure it's this movie. He was standing over this woman who's basically, like, been tortured or potentially killed. Like, I'm not even sure, but she's just, like, hanging there, like, limp. Do you remember that? Yeah, at all? I that that like left an impression on me. I was like, "Well, that's that what's movie, gonna happen to me if I That movie was like <laughs> the woman in that. The woman in that movie, she kept having dreams where like Satan was there, and at one point she was like, she had her head in a guillotine, and it like came down and chopped her head off. Oh yeah, that's it. I remember that. So yeah, it was. 
yeah, I was so mad that we were made to watch that movie because that movie really freaked me out. So yeah, I mean, it really is like they mom. really did a good job of freaking yeah, us out about. They did, yeah, mission accomplished. Any of that stuff. I mean, there's like a bunch of other theories about about you know how things are gonna unfold, but two which i never even realized because that one became really popular because yeah. of left behind right, and i yeah. just feel like everyone was like the rapture you know yeah i don't know yeah yeah we're a talking. very scary idea though yeah, that, that's a good one christian <laughs> that's a good one all right kendra um all right let's talk about the brave little toaster <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this movie scared me a lot, and I honestly don't even remember what happens. It's not a scary movie, but there's a part where the vacuum cleaner is freaking out, and he, uh, like, starts to vacuum up his own cord, and it, it really freaked me out, like, to the point where I was afraid whenever a vacuum was on that it was gonna start vacuuming up its own cord. Uh, I don't know why that scared me so much, uh, but it did. So, Brave Little Toaster. I would lump Page Masters in there as well. Page Masters is pretty scary. I don't even know what that is. Page Masters? Page, Page Masters? Oh, I loved Page Masters. Uh, Page uh, Masters was... It's an animated movie. It's with Macaulay Culkin and... Uh, oh, the guy from Back to the Future. Doc weird so trivia can i uh, so back to tribulation real quick it came out in 2000 and you'll never believe who's in it gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> is he the antichrist i don't know it's just his tribulation he's with gary Busey. i think he's like he's a bad guy from the makers of left behind I'm gary sure Busey he's a bad is guy. he's never not a bad guy it doesn't he, he on the cast like, list. It just says his name's Tom Canbaro. Mm. Howie Mandel's in it? No way! Wow, we gotta get a we gotta get a copy of this. Honestly, I'm not watching that. It would probably be hilarious. So, I mean, it's probably so bad. It's like, gotta be. <laughs> it's the nineties or two thousand. This is back when Howie Mandel had hair. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, he's definitely not the bad guy. I don't think he is. He, I think the bad guy is whoever's standing in fire on, the... <laughs> <laughs> on this on this poster. Yeah. Okay. Any anyway, um, whose turn is it? Yours. Okay. How many more are we gonna do? Um, I just have one more, I guess, that I'm gonna lump all together. Okay. I have uh about eight more so yeah, i actually have a lot too yeah i do too so maybe you just list them out and we yeah, won't talk i was a terrified kid <laughs> i'll just do how about this i'll do one more then you do yours and then i'll do like uh i'll talk lump them all together and then talk about one more cool. okay yeah okay um well i'm gonna say the child catcher because <laughs> oh, that was the scariest thing in the world. He was so scary. So, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, don't even really, I don't even remember what it's about, honestly. They go to some world. They have, they have a flying a, car. They have a flying car, and they go to some world where, like, kids are outlawed yeah. or something, and this crazy-looking dude with a really long nose. Listen, I had a dream about the child catcher, and I'll never forget it, okay? I was, it was a weird dream because it was like I was out of body. 
it was like I was literally levitating above my ab- above my body in oh, the stream. Okay, so like imagine from like a camera's point of view, I'm laying in this bed, and my dad and the child catcher, and then the child catcher's goons are like behind my bed. Okay, and my dad and the child catcher are standing beside the bed, and they're looking at me. And my dad says, "Do you think we could get a good price for?" <laughs> and the child catcher goes. Yeah, we can get you a good deal. <laughs> and that was it. There was I don't even know what happened, but that was it. That's all that I remember from the dream. So literally, it was so Ooh. terrifying. Well, and it then it helped that when we were we were told if we weren't good that the child catcher was going to come and get yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, mom. <laughs> yeah, mom used to joke and she goes, "Well, if you don't clean your room, I'm going to get the child catcher on you." <laughs> it was a he has he a very so... pedophile yeah, yes. like As vibe. A, yes. <laughs> like, like I actually rewatched that movie probably a few years ago, and I was like, man, he is so yes. Like he's creepy. Such a pedophile he's looking got, dude. He's got this long nose and this gross long black hair and a top. His hat. face is just gross in general. Yeah, he's like, a gross man. <laughs> Lollipops. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, that's what that's mine. Yeah, Christian, a maker of nightmares, the child catcher. Yeah, that's for, for sure. Real. I'm like scrolling through all these pictures, and I am still so. If I saw him, <laughs> like imagine getting out of your car at like nine at night, and you just look under a lamppost, and he's there. Just standing with a oh. net and a lollipop. That would be so <laughs> terrifying. They should really consider making a scary movie of <laughs> yes, of him. If he's still alive, he's That's probably not. So, um, he's probably not. So, <laughs> uh, there was a movie that uh, I used to watch um, as a kid. And it was like the most sickening parenting like uh thing to do like i guess there's no real way to so it's basically to prepare your kids in case they're kidnapped is the movie uh Uh, i think the movie was called hold on one sec i think the movie was called stranger danger if i remember correctly (laughs) stranger danger and for real like the whole thing is about like basically not teaching kids not to do like not to talk to strangers not to do stupid things yeah. that potentially get them um kidnapped but it, it like followed this like orange alien kid he was an alien and like literally every five seconds someone is trying to kidnap him it's like <laughs> everywhere he goes he's like kidnapped <laughs> pretty much and uh that that whole movie just like freaked me the heck out of like, like uh people in general like yeah, we had strangers to watch a lot of those you know i mean there's no probably no good way to address that with kids in a sense of like not scaring them yeah. but that movie was so scary cuz i mean basically at the end it was like a news it was basically like a news thing being like you could get kidnapped. It's a real thing, kid. You know, <laughs> like talking about like real stories where yeah. kids get kidnapped. But the beginning part was like basically being like, don't do this. Like he was able to escape because he had this like thing that like 
uh, teleported him away from dangerous situations. So he would just press his like watch and he would teleport away. But it was still scary because they would like kidnap all these people were trying to kidnap him. You're like, why are people trying to kidnap this orange <laughs> alien? Uh, in in John Mulaney's, I think it's I think it's Kid Gorgeous. It's whatever his newest one that's on Netflix is. He does this whole thing about this guy who used to come in and like tell them how to have street smarts and how not to get kidnapped and what happens if you do get kidnapped. But I feel like we I have a memory of uh, a it was like a Winnie the Pooh one. These people were dressed in Winnie the Pooh costumes, but they were telling us how not to be fooled by strangers. And I still, like, have the song in my head that they sang about don't be fooled by strangers. Um, but, like, with our parents, they had, like, Corbin, do you remember? We had, like, a code word that, like, if someone ever came and said, hey, your parents told me to come pick you up, they had to know the code word. And if, yeah. they, if they didn't, we weren't supposed to go with them. Right. So, yeah. Scary stuff. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so that's fine, I guess. Stranger Danger. Stranger Danger. I think it was literally called Stranger Danger. Yeah, oh, here it is. Stranger Dangers. Get <laughs> Street Smart, A Kid's Guide to Stranger Dangers. Yes. I re- <laughs> now that you're showing me this, I remember this being on like a bookshelf of movies that you had. <laughs> yes, and thinking, what send, is send this? Send me the link so I can see it. <laughs> the, the alien is like hilarious looking, so... It's very distinct. Like, he's very distinct. He's, like, very... Like, like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that's what that was about? I used to watch that, like, as entertainment. That's so funny. (laughs) But it would freak me the heck out. Um, (laughs) I've never seen this. Really? Is that supposed to be a child? Who, the orange alien? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one that gets kidnapped. (laughs) He's an alien that gets kidnapped, and he and he's like really stupid and just like gets in the car with random strangers like all the time it's very 90s you know they're trying to make it like less scary by not having a real kid get abducted (laughs) so they'll just you know have this like goofy looking alien get abducted it says at the bottom. It says, "Learn with corny ways kids can avoid kidnappers." Oh yeah, corny. That must have been his name. That's hilarious. Um. Okay. So for my last thing, I'm just gonna lump in random scary movies that I watched. My my friends tend to laugh at me because scary movies will come up, and I will be like, "Oh yeah, I've accidentally seen that." Like, either flipping through channels, and I've landed on a scary movie and not changed the channel. That's how I saw... What's that movie where it's like these hillbillies, like they... Wrong Turn. Wrong Turn. Uh, That's how I saw Wrong Turn. That's how I saw... um, I can't remember the name of the movie where the plant, like, goes inside their bodies. Anyway, I've seen a lot of scary movies that way. But there was one summer where I watched Saw and Grudge, like, in the same weekend. And uh, Eric, or not Eric, Christian, shout out to your mother because she she was so mad at me that summer because I would just always be awake at night and, like, freaked out. And she was <laughs> like, don't you ever watch movies like this again. <laughs> she was Sound, so mad Sounds at me. about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so uh, Saw, I've seen like just the first one. I feel like I've seen it a couple times and uh, really freaked me out. The Grudge also really freaked me out. Um, has made me afraid to just like go in houses. Um, <laughs> like random houses. You don't know when you're going to be cursed going in a house. Um, and there's been a couple times where I have been stuck in a hotel room and some people have made me watch scary movies because what am I going to do as a child? Am I going to leave the hotel room and go wander you the go, hotel? You, no, you could have gone in your mother's hotel room. They were sleeping. There was nothing oh. I could do. You can't knock on the door and say, hey, they want to watch a Wait, scary movie. which one was this? Well, the orphan. It was the orphan. We were not children. We, and we were. No, we no, were no. I wasn't talking about the orphan. I was talking about Jeepers Creepers. Oh. Okay. We were in middle school, Kendra. Yeah. It was freaking scary. And you, it was so like midnight. Stupid. There was nowhere I could go. You guys were insistent upon watching it. And I just had to sit there and watch it. There's nothing I could do. Um, but the orphan, you guys were so mean that night that we were, what were, was that at Disney? Were we all at Disney? Is no, that where we were in a hotel room together? Ichthus. It was Ichthus. It was Ichthus. Okay, so we're at this music you're festival. Saying, oh, I'm going to get hated. they were no, up at night watching The Orphan, and I was trying to sleep, and they were, like, yelling at me that I wanted them to not watch something scary. I am the victim here. Okay, in that, it sounds like you had nowhere to go or nothing to do, and we just made you, we forced you to watch this thing. Okay, a couple of things. One, we were in high school. I thought you were grown up enough to deal with it. <laughs> two, there was literally me. It was the three of us and two other cousins. There was five of us. Four out of the five wanted to watch this thing except for Kendra. Are you talking about Jeepers Creepers? No, I'm talking about The Orphan. No, that's not true. It was just you and Christian. You were the only two awake. No, it wasn't. I was trying to go to no, sleep. No, it wasn't. Everybody wanted to watch. Kendra, Emily and Elizabeth were awake. They wanted to watch I'm it. I'm going to call all... Elizabeth because Do I it. know she was Call her! They all wanted to watch it. I know she was, I was asleep. Like, I was like, Kendra, why don't you just go in mom's hotel room? <laughs> we want to watch this. And you're like, no, turn it off. It was like one in the morning and I was trying to sleep. Okay. But again. Hey, remember that one time? Corbin, we were <laughs> Corbin, I think you are confusing the Jeepers Creepers time and the orphan time. Because when we saw Jeepers Creepers, you all were awake and you all wanted to watch it. When you watched The Orphan, you you and Christian were the only ones awake, and you were really it's, wanting to watch it, and I was trying to sleep. It still, it still made no sense to me. We had like just leave. ten minutes left in the movie. Like too. it was almost done. It you, you were halfway through the movie. When you either, us on to both close situations, it, we you found could have out. just left. Like you easily could have just <laughs> knocked on mom's door and said, "They're watching this movie. Let me come sleep in this room." That's all that you had to do, and you wouldn't do it, and you just complained the whole time. I am the victim here. The, Kendra! The other so movie, stupid! The other movie I want to mention that is completely my fault, I've seen it several times, is When a Stranger Calls. Made me afraid to babysit. In fact, one time I was babysitting, I freaked myself out so much, I called my dad, and he had to come sit with me while I was babysitting because I was so freaked out after watching that movie. Kendra, there is a lot of scary movies that you've seen, and it always blows my mind that you've seen them. Yeah, like, I know. Like, 
much. It it, it I, I will so ne- I will never get over the fact that you've seen that movie. Which one? The Grudge. Oh, The Grudge. Yeah. It's just it's it's my mind. I was at a sleepover and they all wanted to watch it and so I was like, "Cool, let's watch it. It'll be it'll I can do this." And then I couldn't do it. Mm. That that's so funny what happened is with saw were you with a group of people yeah i went over to uh a, a friend's house and they were watching it and so i just sat down and watched i remember i remember christian's mom talking to you watching i don't know i just saw like, is one oh, of those biggest not my aunt <laughs> yeah watching saw i feel like is one of the biggest regrets of my life like it it really freaked me. like i still think about it it, Saw does so much. Saw doesn't scare me. It's just gross. Yeah, that's it's how I feel about gore. it too. All right, I'm gonna just kind of. I'm probably just gonna breeze through these last ones. Um, Gollum slash orcs. I was gonna Ter- say you have to mention orcs. Terrified of them yeah. for a really long time. Obviously got over it. Obviously the Gollum but- song, the creepiest song ever. It's very. That song is eerie. Man. <laughs> yeah, that song is very eerie. Um, I put closet slash going to sleep. Dark closets used to scare. Actually, I still always close my closet door. I will not sleep if my closet door is open. Um, and then going to sleep, I always had problems going to sleep because I was afraid of everything. Um, Gremlins saw that too young. Diane, oh, yeah. <clears throat> way too young. I didn't sleep <laughs> for a week, and that's not a joke. I did Gremlins not. This is pretty sleep. scary. They were so gross and creepy. Um. That's so funny. All right. We're going deep into the nostalgia here. Actually, let me talk about this one first, and then we'll go into that. Uh, Christmas Carol already talked about uh, Jacob Marley. Also, uh, ignorance and want. Ignorance freaking terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. It took me a – and the I music, agree. too. He's like, look, beneath my robe, and it's – you know, it's, like, so <laughs> loud that you're like, holy crap, these kids are terrifying. <laughs> Um, Why are they so ugly? <laughs> yeah. Um, getting lost in public and then the feeling of being lost and that you're never going to see your parents again was a reoccurring thing for me. Well, that happens to you. every vacation. I'm not talking, like, at, we used to go to a theme park called Waldemere. I've been lost there more times than I can count as a kid. I always would just wander off with this fit. It always went like this. I, I felt like our family took a long time to get going because they had to go, you know, change into their bathing suits and then put sunscreen on and then find a place to put their stuff. And I would just see a family going to a water slide and I was like, well, they look like they're having fun. I'll go with them. And then <laughs> well, they so would these be like were conscious decisions. Yes. And then I would go with them and then they'd be like, who are you? And I'd be like, <laughs> where are my parents i'm so scared and then i would think i'm never gonna see them again they're gonna forget about me and leave was like always a thing okay and then um funny the last one i'll talk about okay deep into the nostalgia (laughs) pbs kids wishbone oh okay wishbone had some scary episodes the frankenstein episode (laughs) i'll i remember this so vividly we watched it, and I got so scared. And that night, I was like, 
I think I was probably crying and I couldn't go to sleep. And I remember dad was like, what are you so afraid of? And I said, we wa- <laughs> we watched Wishbone and there was a Frankenstein. The Frankenstein monster scared me so much. And dad walks into your room and was like, Kinder, why did you let him watch that? <laughs> and I, to this day, I, I was, I remember that so much. It was so That's terrifying. So funny. I don't really remember that episode. That guy, that one. Yes, him. Oh. He just, it, it, I mean, it was Frankenstein. He just like yelled a lot. And so it was so, it was so scary. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm looking at and it I, Yeah. And I was like, I was like, can oh, dad. Wishbone's it, so cute. Yeah. I loved Wishbone. Wishbone was fun, but there was, I remember that episode changed my view of Wishbone completely. Come on, wishbone. All right, that's all I got. What's the story, wishbone? Wow, taking it back. Should do an episode of wishbone. I know that was really that really came out of a deep place in my mind that I'd buried away. (laughs) Coming up with this list, I remember getting scared, but I have no idea what I got scared of with wishbone. It it wasn't that. There was some scary stuff in it. I mean, wishbone was all about like going into books and stuff. So, it was like I mean, weird some... stuff sometimes. Yeah, I think. yeah. That's I just remember the Frankenstein one. I literally couldn't sleep for a while after I watched that. But we watched. It wasn't like we watched Wishbone all the time, so it wasn't a big deal. Christian, all right, Christian, finish. Finish this up. Final brow. Okay. Well, uh, we all know that Chucky was like probably my number one fear. Oh, yeah. Like that is not years. a joke. If you said a Christian Chucky, he would uh, freak out and then not be able to sleep or anything. Honestly, I saw the movie. Corbin showed me the movie in Walmart, and I created this monster. <laughs> so. <laughs> terrible with that one image oh, in my head that's so funny honestly uh well i think what started actually kendra is responsible for my deep fear of dolls in general because she left her doll in my room oh yeah we've talked uh, about this yeah and its eyes opened yeah in the dark and freaked me the heck out and then Ever since then, I've just been like, dogs are dolls are secretly alive. They're just waiting to come alive and strangle you in your sleep or <laughs> stab you or whatever. So I just was always terrified of dolls. And then Chucky just was like the one movie with a live doll that's evil. <laughs> so freaked me out. Let's see. Uh, are you afraid of the dark and Goosebumps? Both of those I never watched, but would randomly see on Saturday mornings by accident. In your head. No, I mean I would randomly see it, not knowing what it, oh, it was. Oh, that I got what you're saying. You know, yeah. or like I would see commercials for it. Yeah, that was always scary. Right. Um, the Wizard of Oz, the witch, that always freaked me out. Oh yeah. Um, basically any scary movie trailer for forever. Like any trailer of a scary movie that came on TV until like I don't know probably about seventh grade, seventh or eighth grade. Like any tra like I remember Scream's trailer freaking me out and I loved Scream. Yeah. After I saw it, so right, right. Um, I think it's just like I would create, I would just be afraid of the idea of things 
not necessary like and i would make it scarier than it actually was because it was just like a lack of your lack of understanding i guess yeah that's pretty much it nice these are these are good things very nostalgic i hope it was nostalgic for for the listeners as well i know we got into some uh some <laughs> some inside jokes there <laughs> a little bit but uh yeah. hopefully uh nostalgic for you as well so uh, we would love to hear what scared you when you were a child. Um, so if you want to write in, our Twitter is at this, and our email is this at gmail.com. So you can hit us up either of those places. We're on iTunes and SoundCloud. So don't forget to rate and subscribe. Um, and we are part of the Radio Meanwhile Network. So I just said all the books is interviewing Lauren James. They actually just interviewed David Dvorkin, who is an author, but he also uh, worked at NASA during the, uh, you know, the the big stuff, uh, the moon landing and all that. Like Apollo? Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's a really good interview. You can listen to that. Um, and I am going to be on an episode of uh, Three Nice Things coming up soon. We're going to talk about uh, Batman and Robin. Which I don't oh. think I've ever seen all the way through. I um, so, will probably listen to that. So look out for that. You can go to radiomeanwhile.com for all of that stuff. Uh, and I have a quote to end us, unless you guys oh, have a cool. quote. I was wanting Christian to do his child catcher lollipop thing again, <laughs> but. Lollipops! <laughs> What was the other one? I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even know. Something tart or something? I don't even know if I've seen all of that movie. (laughs) I I was so afraid of it. Uh, Well, my quote uh, comes from the wise Yoda. uh, As he says, fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. (laughs) Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Maybe this is why you like the Sith so much, Christian. (laughs) Because I because was born you, out of fear. Because you had fear. Yeah. It, it leads to suffering. I was like, screw Yoda. Everybody's afraid sometimes. <laughs> Everybody's afraid sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye.